I'm sick and tired of hearing silliness. I'm sick and tired of hearing the BS that you can't have a career or business that you love. I, uh, if somebody says to me, Rowie, what is it that you do? I always share this very passionately. I would love everybody to have a career or business that they love and never get stuck in a job that they don't. A lousy, stinking, rotten job to pay, a lousy, stinking, rotten bills. I can't think of an any worse position to be in, having to wake up every day. And I always use that example, when your eyes flutter open, should you be excited about the day that you're gonna have or dread the day you're gonna have? And of course, I would love everybody to be excited. Now that's a choice and you get to make that choice. But what about our kids? If they are told they can't, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, too young, too inexperienced, not smart enough, all the things that people are told they can't do because. But particularly our kids. As an adult, perhaps you can make your own mind up. If somebody says to you, you're too tall, you could say, well, I'm not, I'm going to do it anyway. But our children, they don't know. And every single day I have to work with, and I say it, with, um, it makes me fascinated, angry sometimes, annoyed. I just don't, frustrated. There are so many examples, thousands, hundreds and thousands of examples of people that were told you can't because you are too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, too old, too young, too inexperienced, all the big long list of can'ts. And they went and did it anyway. They even used the can't as a reason why they would because they wanted to prove somebody wrong or they wanted to prove to themselves that they had a dream and that, that they could achieve it. Everything that's ever been achieved in this world was once, was once considered impossible. And impossible, that silly word, is just somebody's opinion. Because so many people have done the so-called impossible based on somebody else's opinion, and they went and did it anyway, which means it, it wasn't true, it wasn't a fact, it was just somebody's opinion. So I ask this question very personally. As a parent, as a teacher, as a coach, as somebody who people look up to for advice, what right do we have? How irresponsible would it be if we say to somebody, you can't do that? Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever proved you wrong, but I'm sure in your headspace you've often thought or may have one time thought, I don't think that person can do that. And they went and did it anyway. Only yesterday I was watching a marathon run and I remember that when the, the marathon record was broken at two hours 20 and it was considered an amazing feat that somebody could run 42.2 kilometers in under two hours and 20 minutes. Well, now the record is two hours uh, and people are running. And the, the, the race I watched yesterday, the guy finished the race in two hours and two minutes, 42.2 kilometers. If you try and run that on a treadmill, for example, you have to run at 20 plus kilometers an hour and do that for 42.2 kilometers. That was always considered impossible. And now that two hours and two minutes is considered a slow marathon. He, he ran that race and it was considered slow. I'm sharing that with you because this definition of impossible is driving me insane. I work with people every single day who would love to have a career or business that they love. They'd love to be an exercise professional. They'd love to own their own gym. They'd love to, today it was a UFC fighter. This, this guy, and he's fit and he's strong and he's healthy and he's young, and he's been told that he doesn't have what it takes to become a UFC fighter. Well, who knows that? You don't, I have no right to tell him that. 
nobody has the right to say that to somebody because the internal drive of the human nature, of human ambition, of human, I'm going to do this, you'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side, I'll do it or die, that kind of attitude, we have no right to stop that in somebody. And I'm sure that there's plenty of UFC fighters out there who were told that they couldn't be a UFC fighter, and they are. Uh, I work with people who would love to become doctors and lawyers and architects and engineers and accountants, but they're told they're not smart enough to go to university. Well, that's just not true, particularly because most universities now are searching for students. And second, as a mature age student, because that's another one I've just worked with, I'm too old to go to university. Well, universities love mature age students, and it's very easy to get accepted into university when you're 40, 50, 60 years of age, because they like to have mature people at a university. See, this is just a stupid rule that somebody said, oh, I can't get into university, so I can't do that. I can't become a doctor, can't become a lawyer. The reverse of that, you have to become a doctor or a lawyer because that's the marks that you got at school when what you'd really like to do is be a dancer or a, a painter or a singer or, a, or an actor. Everybody that's done any of those things at one time in their life was probably told, you can't act, you can't sing, you're not good enough, it won't work for you. And pretty much every single one of those, whether it's an artist or a dancer or a singer or a musician or an actor, at some stage got rejected. You're not good enough. You can't do this. It's impossible for you. But it was a driving internal force for them. I won't let somebody stop me. So I'm going to say it again because I, every time I come out here, it's one of the reasons why I love living by a mountain because every morning, this is my view. And you'll say, this is my mountain. You'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side, but I'm not coming back. I'll do it or die. And I think that if you're doing something that you don't love, you may as well be dead. Going to a lousy, stinking, rotten job just because somebody told you that's the only thing you can do, I'd rather be dead. I love my life because I'm doing what I love. Isn't that just a simple, it's not a quote. I love my life because I'm doing what I love. Why would you do something just for the money? And that's another really interesting one. I'm a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant because that's the mark I got at school because I wanted to earn a lot of money. I went to school with a lot of people. I went to a private boarding school in Melbourne, Australia, with a lot of people that their parents paid for them to be there, for them to become lawyers and doctors. My dad did that. You have to go to school, get good marks so you can become a lawyer. That's what my dad wanted for me. When I went home to my dad and said, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore, oh, well, I never did anyway, really. I just, that was what was expected of me. I said, Dad, I'm going to, and I didn't know what an exercise professional was. I just knew that I wanted to inspire and excite people to exercise. And of course, that's not a real job. You can't do that. You have to stay at school and be a lawyer, all of that stuff. And this is where it changed. And it's really interesting when you bring money into the equation. I ended up on the BRW Young Rich List in Australia, the list of people who are the, the, the richest people in Australia under the age of 40. And I was on that list two years in a row. And that's when my family said, oh, you do have a real job. Now, I think I was 36, 37 those two years. Uh, I left home, ran away from home when I was just under 15. So it took a long time to get the, the even the... Uh, acknowledgement from my family that what I was doing wasn't just a part-time silly job and I'm not sure that they, even now they don't consider that but what I'm sharing with you is you don't have to listen to what other people tell you that you can or can't do I ended up as a and when I have to use to tell you this to clear this up I ne have never done what I've what I've loved for the money never because when the the people who 
and I got a lot of press obviously because I was a woman with blonde hair, no tertiary education. I was on the on the list of one of the richest people in Australia under the age of 40. And the question was asked, how did you do that? How is that even possible? And I asked the question, first of all, how much am I worth? Because I didn't care. I don't care. I've never cared about the money. I care about adding value to my world. And as I always share, if you do what you love, if you keep getting better at it because you train, educate, learn, and keep getting better at it, and you add massive value to people's lives, you will be financially free. There's no doubt about that. That's what I call the sweet spot. If you live in that spot, be passionate about Only do the things that you love. Don't do anything else. Keep getting better at it. So the training, education, learning is easy because you want to. And then because you love it and because you're passionate about it and because you keep getting better at it, then you add massive value to people's lives. And that's why sports people, musicians, artists, dancers, accountants, lawyers, doctors, doesn't matter. That's why people become financially free and happy. I can tell you there are a lot of rich people in the world. Yes, they have lots of money. But they're not happy. They're bloody miserable because they're not doing what they love. So if you think money's going to make you happy, perhaps reconsider that. If you do what you love, is it possible that you'll love your life? That's just, again, a beautiful quote. But if you're doing what you love and you keep getting better at it and that's the reason that you're earning money, is it possible that that's when being financially free does make you happy? Because it's not about the money. It's that the money's coming because you're doing what you love. So if somebody tells you that you can't have the career or business that you love, either give them my telephone number and I shall have a great conversation with them or just shut your ears, block that out of your brain. Don't let somebody plant negative rubbish in your brain because you can do whatever you decide to do. I'm possible is exactly the same word as impossible. It's a different emphasis on the syllable. But you are possible. Whatever you want to do is possible. And as I always share with people that I talk to on a daily basis, and particularly my students at the Max International Colleges, what you want to do and why you want to do it is really important. The how is easy. And that's what our college is all about. That's what Romax is all about. That's what I'm all about. That's my driving force every day. If you know what you want to do and why you want to do it, the how is easy. The how is simple. It doesn't matter what it is. Become a doctor, a lawyer, a dancer, a singer. Have your own gym. Be an online exercise professional. Be a gardener. Be a roofing tiler. Be a builder. Be a car mechanic. Doesn't matter. If that's what you're passionate about, if that you're doing it because you're passionate about it, and you know why you want to do it, then the how is easy. So don't let somebody tell you that you can't do it because you can. The how is easy. Please live your life to the max. So you can sing like I do every every day. I love my life because look at my view. We'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side, but I'm not coming back. I'll do it or die. Look at my mountain. Woohoo!